Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Talk About Movies. This is Kevin, and I'm here with my beautiful, lovely wife, Ruth. This is the Family Friendly Movie Podcast, and if you are a fan of this show, you probably know that we have not posted an episode in quite a while. And if you're a fan of the show, lazy. you also know Just that we have kids, uh, particularly a newborn who is two months old um, a Few couple days, days ago. ago. So we are doing our best now. He's sleeping a little bit better. We have a little bit more energy in the evening. So we're going to try to do this podcast. Um, I can't make any guarantees. We can't say it's going to be weekly. It will eventually be weekly again. Because the hard part isn't just recording it, but having the time to actually watch a movie is Yeah, finding time to watch a movie, finding time to record a podcast, then there's editing the podcast. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this, and it's a little bit difficult right now with a two-month-old, but it's getting better. He's sleeping, what, six, seven... Seven hours is his best? No, no, eight hours was his best, but he's only pretty done good. that once. But that's pretty good. It is really good. But typically, he does six to seven. Yeah. And then if not that, then he wakes up only once. So Grant is here with us, um, and he's hiccuping right now. You may hear that in your um, car or headphones or wherever you're listening to this. But um, he's he's a part of the family, and he's just going to join us. He's He joined us on our last episode which we recorded quite a while ago um and he'll be here until he's old enough to be asleep while we do this so um do you remember what it's like to have kids down at seven? Oh yeah and then- it was amazing our our oldest is such a good sleeper and he would go to bed around seven between six thirty and seven thirty. then you have the whole evening and yeah you have the whole evening to do to Adult watch a movie stuff. <laughs> and then record a podcast and it was amazing now, when we get a f- some free time in the evening, what do we do? Well, number one is usually sleep. Sleep. That's it. But he still doesn't go to bed until, you know, 1030 or 11 is when he goes down for his long sleep. Yeah. So, but it'll adjust. It I, will. I remember Caleb doing the same thing. Caleb wouldn't go to sleep till around 11. Yeah. When he was this age. But he was a good sleeper, too. We've been so lucky. We have been really lucky. I, shout out to all the parents that have kids that won't sleep. I mean, y'all are awesome because we're so lucky. I know. <laughs> our, both of our kids were sleeping through the night. And by through the night, I mean six to eight hours yep. uh, at a stretch. Both before they were two months old. Yep. So... I don't know how we got so lucky, but no, we're really lucky. And uh, shout out, especially to one of my new coworkers, Marina. Oh you know, my gosh, I feel is, so bad for her. She is doing just an amazing job of, of taking care of her kids, at all. and she's not sleeping. Her her daughter is, you know, beautiful little girl. She just has not figured out the difference between night and day. She's got them mixed up, and she is up. I mean, she's not getting any sleep, so. Um, no, I we hope are just, that it switches. Yeah, we're really hoping for that. But uh, that's the other reason why it's been harder to get these podcasts done is uh, I started a new job pretty much right after um, Grant, was, Grant born. was born. So that new job uh, demands more of my time than my old job. And uh, so it's a little bit tougher t- for us to get these podcasts done. But eventually, we will be back to weekly. 
Eventually, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we'll get you a podcast whenever we can. And uh, this week, we are talking about the Captain America trilogy, which I promised the last episode. So we're going to do it. We do have a slight problem. We watched all three of these movies <laughs> two to three weeks ago. Something like that, because it's been since Grant was around. I'll tell you, this is maybe but- the sixth or seventh T- night where we've hmm. said, all right, we're going to do this podcast. I know. And then something comes up or we just decide we want to get the sleep or, or whatever it is. So because here's the thing. Here's how our schedule goes right now. You get home. I try to start dinner, but I can't always because I have these two little ones. And then we cook dinner. We feed Caleb. Then he gets ready for bed, has to have a bath. And then I have to clean up all the dishes, and then by the time that's done, it's like 8 o'clock, and then this is mommy's first time for quote-unquote free time, although it's not really free time because I still have Grant, and I'm still nursing. So usually I want to sit on my tuchus and not do anything, So, (laughs) which means not even doing a podcast. And just so you listeners know, I do help. Um, you do. I'm not saying you okay. do. I'm sorry. So Ruth, Ruth does an amazing job and she works way harder than I any, didn't anyone I know. I didn't mean to sound like that. Um, but I do help. So I don't, I don't need any nasty Twitter comments <laughs> that. Yes. How do you allow your wife to do all that? I, no, no, I do, no, no. I do everything I can to help. When I say that, I mean, we cook dinner together and you're giving Caleb a bath and putting him to bed because that's your time with him. Yeah. And then I will clean the dishes, or sometimes I won't. And then you'll just be awesome and come do them anyway, even though I could have done them, but I didn't. Well, uh, we're we're working together as a team. Um, and here we are as a team podcasting, and we're talking about Captain America. So You should say the names of all the movies, because some people might get them confused with all... Because there's the Avengers in between, yeah. the so, two of them. So these are the Captain America movies, the ones that he star. I mean, he stars in the Avengers and things like that. But these are his these movies. These are his so movies, yeah. We're starting with Captain America, the first Avenger. We're moving on to Captain America, Winter Soldier. And finally, Captain America, Civil War. Um, we're going to get through these pretty quickly, partially because um, it's been so long since we saw them. So I have my notes here. And some of the notes I don't even remember anymore because it's been so long. But I can probably help jog your memory. You may. Um, But I can tell you with the first movie, we both fairly agree it's not the best. It's not the best. It was actually better. So so this is a really interesting to me um, exercise in the difference in what you remember or what you think you remember and then when you actually go see it again. So... I thought I remember that I really pretty much didn't like the first Avenger at all. And after watching it again, my thought was it was it was good. It wasn't great, but it, it wasn't a movie I disliked, which I kind of was thinking I had disliked it. Yeah, you always made it sound like you did, which was funny to me because I liked it. Uh, and I agree with you. It's not a great movie, but it's good. So that's why I always thought it was weird that you were like, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, so it was better. So I'll I'll tell you the one thing I remembered most about the movie was the stupid song and dance that he was uh, doing. And yeah. I think that's what in my mind soured me on the movie cuz it was like 
is there no better way to like to do this? Uh, it just I think it's it was to dumb. show that he was again, he thought he only had two options. Like she says, so being a dancing monkey or a lab rat, those are your only two options. Yeah. Because they wouldn't let him be a soldier. Right. So, I mean, they had to show him doing something. Yeah, I don't know. I I felt like maybe there's a better way to do that. So that but it wasn't It was very it, drawn out. I'll give you that. I feel like they could have maybe shortened it, yeah, but shorten at the same time I I get why they showed it cuz they're trying to show what motivated to to just be like, well, I'm not going to listen to y'all. I'm going to be a soldier and then he goes and rescues rescues. Wow, can't talk. All the the guys. From, All the guys. From he the, does. What's his name? Red Skull? From the Red Skull. Yes. I was like, red face. Red face guy. Red face. The guy with the (laughs) plasticky red face thing. From Mr. Anderson. Yes. He was, he was Mr. (laughs) Anderson in the Matrix. Um, he was. Did you know he was also, you didn't know this, but I did, uh, in V for Vendetta. He's that guy. Yeah. You told me that. I didn't know before that. I was surprised you couldn't pick out his voice because to me, his voice is so, uh, distinctive, Mm -hmm. I guess. He's also in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes, he is. But I, V for Vendetta, that's one we should do because I love that movie. It is a good movie. But we'll probably do a podcast on that at some point. Anyway. Um, so, but the Red Skull as a villain, I didn't no, find he's... really interesting. That wasn't, that was the other thing. We always talk about what makes a great superhero movie, a great villain. I didn't find the Red Skull to be a great villain. He's not a great villain, but he's certainly freaky because he's, he's scary kind of looking. Scary, but you know, as a kid, I would be scared of him. Yeah. But I mean, anyways, I have a note here and maybe you can help me, Ruth, because I don't remember actually how this happened. Oh, okay. What's the note? One more thing I forgot to mention at the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is a spoiler podcast. So I'm about to get into a spoiler here, and if you don't want to hear spoilers, you can turn it off now. I would assume most people have already seen this movie. Right. I mean, it came out a long time it, ago. It did, but... Uh, well, you never know. Just want to be sure. I try to mention that, and I forgot at the beginning. So, he dies. How did... It, I have written, how does Red Skull die? I don't get it. Do you remember the... Um, the circumstances of his death. Yeah, the Tesseract, remember? It somehow like swallowed him up. Remember, they're fighting on the ship. Okay. Because he's leaving yeah. the base or whatever, trying to go blow up New yeah. York or yeah, 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 yeah. whatever he's doing. And then Captain America's fighting him. He stops all the guys that were supposed to drop the other bombs in the big cities. Mm-hmm. And then he has the Tesseract cube there. And somehow it like opens up, you know, showing the different parts of the universe or something and then it like disintegrates him okay kind of yeah it just seemed weird like it, there was no explanation to why it happened that way or it, i don't remember all the exact circumstances we'd have to go back and watch it but i remember that's what happens yeah i don't know it just seemed a little weird to me but honestly i hardly remember it at this point so I can't, <laughs> so now we can't even talk yeah, about I it i can't get too deep See, into this it. is the problem when we wait too long yeah but that, that's okay <laughs> Um, here's, you guys know, I always look for the plot holes. I've got a few issues here. Um, how does Steve Rogers know how to fly a German plane? He just Maybe gets, in, he just gets in the cockpit and he's <laughs> like, all right, I got this. Like he's, he's well, are never, German planes different than American he's planes? He's never been trained to fly an American plane. And how do you know? Because, 
Because he wasn't trained when he was a scrawny kid. Well, maybe when he was scrawny going through all that training before they picked him to to become Captain America, maybe they did a flight simulation. Yeah, you're really stretching here. That's <laughs> absurd. I know. But it's absurd. It's, he shouldn't know how to possible. fly that. He shouldn't know how to fly that plane. Or maybe as a kid he grew up flying planes. I don't know. He shouldn't know how to fly that plane. Anyways, the other thing, this is something I see in movies all the time, and it really bothers me, and I always point it out when I see it. There are times when the Red Skull and his friends are having a discussion in English. amongst themselves, and they do it in English, and I hate that. Well, You guys are German. You're a German guy talking to a German guy. Speak in German and give me subtitles. I, well, I, they don't I know German, it. the actors, I mean. I hate that. So well, one of my favorite movies of all time is Life, is, Life beautiful. is Beautiful. And almost the entire movie, except for the very end, is in Italian and subtitles and German as well. What's at the very end? Well, I'm not going to give away the very end. Well, why not? We are we give away the end to everything else. Yeah, but that's not... No, people aren't listening to this show for that well, movie. I want to know, and I don't remember. Well, we, we'll talk about it offline. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> So, anyways, I just hate it. Like, you're German. You're talking to a German guy. Speak in German. That's what you would do. They're practicing their English. It's it's hard to get immersed into a movie when you see something like that, and you're like, okay, clearly, this is not. Um, this is a movie because if it were reality, they would be speaking in their own language. Well, if so, it were reality, we'd also be saying there's real Captain America. No, so. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's that's. I don't know different. if that's a fair argument. No, because you can be immersed into a movie and feel like, okay, I'm living in this world where Captain America exists, but there's no reason for in this world that German people talk to each other in English. They're practicing. No, you. you I don't know. I know. I don't you, care. <laughs> I know you don't. But it doesn't bother me. It, it bothers me a lot. Um, it's such an odd thing to me that. Another it bothers th- you so much. Another thing that really bothers me about this movie is the point where Captain America is chasing down the guy who assassinated the scientist. Mm-hmm. And the guy gets into a submarine. And oh, yeah. He swims Captain America jumps submarine. into the water and swims after the submarine. And catches it. And catches it, which is so absurd. So absurd. That like, part is absurd. He, I don't care if you're a superhero. Okay, I'm a. I was a swimmer in high school and college. Like, you just being strong has almost nothing to do with how fast you can swim. Well, but to be fair, he can run apparently as fast as a car. I get that. He's, but what I'm saying is, if well, so you why ha- can't you swim as fast as a fish? Because if, if you, you can run as fast, because as if a car. you don't have the proper form in swimming, some of the strongest people in the world, I've seen them try to swim and they, they don't go anywhere because they don't have the right form. Oh, really? They just float. Basically. They go yes. nowhere. They go. That is not nowhere. true. It's not, <laughs> not nowhere, but, but you can take a scrawny person who knows how to swim and they will beat a, you know, a bodybuilder in a swimming race easily. Like being strong does not mean you're going to be a fast swimmer. So that bothered me. But even more than that, he punched through a submarine glass, glass, which is, which is built to handle the pressure of being 
Underwater. So, you know, thousands of feet underwater, well, like but a that, mile underwater. But that little, little sub thing may not have been made for that. Maybe it was just supposed to cruise on the top. Okay. At any rate. But regardless, I agree with while you. while you're underwater, you lose so much force yes. there. Like, it is absurd. I don't care if you're Captain America. You can't do that. So, that whole thing did just bothered me. But... That's all I have written down here. I didn't have a single actually positive thing written down about this movie. <laughs> but I, like I said, I do. It was better than I remembered it. So um, do you have anything else to say, Ruth? Or should we rate this movie? He's hot. Chris Evans? Mm-hmm. Is he? Who's your favorite of the four Chris's? I knew you were going to say that because you were talking about that other podcast. Yeah, so I've just started listening to, to another podcast. It's What's it called, called? This is Important. And they... they Well, they have they, a poll, right, for they, what yeah, so, show they should do. Yes, they'll put out a, a Twitter poll and say, here are four options of things we can debate. Which one do you guys want to hear? And one of their options recently was... The, Which of the four... Can you name the four Chris's? I, I think I can. Okay, do it. So three of them are Marvel actors. It's Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pratt. And then the fourth is Chris Pine. There you go. Yeah. So who's your favorite? I don't know. Pick one. No, I'd have to, based purely on looks. Looks alone. Pick one. No, I can't. You have to. I'll do it later. I'd have to ponder that. That's very hard. Give me your first impression. <sighs> Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Okay. Maybe. Sure. I'd, but they're all so good looking. I'll okay. take any of them. Oh, <laughs> they would be such an upgrade over me. Oh, stop 100%. that! Don't act like you don't have celebrity crushes. Don't even. I'm. Just, I know. I'm. I'm telling you, they're all better looking than me. That's. That's oh, for sure. Stop it. But they're not as charming as me. Oh, oh really? I, I would are, flip that. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, anyways. All right. So we get, we need to give a rating and this is gonna, so we've talked about, we're gonna rate all the Marvel movies and maybe all the DC movies too. But, um, this is gonna help us, Ruth, because eventually we're gonna do some super all the Marvel movie episodes. Um, so let's okay. rate it. What do you think? Captain um, America First Avenger. I feel like my gut would go a six because I like it. Yep. It's not the best, but, but I like it. If you're new to our podcast, that's actually our rating, not a bad rating. Our rating scale is uh, five is average. So, right. um, and five also generally means I would watch, watch it, it again. again. Like I'll, I'll take the time to sit down and watch it again. So, Maybe um, six and a half. We give a lot of sixes, six and a half. I'm going to give five. it a six and a half, actually. Six and a half from Ruth. Okay. Um, I will probably give it a five and a half. I think it's fine. It's, it's good, but there's plot holes that really bug me. And it, if, if you had asked me before I rewatched it, I would have told you probably a four or four and a half. Um, so like I said, it's better than I remembered. Okay. Okay, next one, Winter Soldier. So you should probably explain what happens in between those movies, which is uh, the Avengers, right? Yeah, does that matter a whole lot? Well, some lot? people might want to know. 
So I, the, the timeline. Yeah, you probably follow the movies anyways. But the Avengers happens where Loki basically brings all these monsters to New York. Because Black Widow is a big part of Winter Soldier, and he only met her because of the Avengers. So okay, that's why I think it's important. Okay, why don't you talk about it? Because you remember stuff better than I do. Did you not remember that? How did how, how he, Captain Black Widow America wasn't and Black in, Widow met? Yeah, they. Because uh, she wasn't in the first movie. Right. Captain America. So how else would he have known her if not for the Avengers? Okay. That's how they all get okay. together. And We eat. didn't rewatch the Avengers, so I don't... I'm, that's even further back in the recesses of my brain as far as what happened. Okay. Well, that's what happened. And because <laughs> and, she's a big part of Winter Soldier. Yeah, she is, definitely. And Civil War as well. Yes. Okay. So. Because they, they're like BFF. Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, it almost seems like there's some romantic tension, tension. between them. But, but yet then, not. Because but then not, yeah. She ends up going for the Hulk. She does. And he ends up going for the neighbor. Yeah, the nurse. But she's not really a nurse. She's Peggy Carter's niece. niece. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyways, but that, so Winter Soldier, we did a Twitter, you know, rank your top 10, um, superhero movies. We both had this one. In this there. one was really high for me. And this is the opposite of the first one of the, the first Avenger. So thinking back on the Winter Soldier, I thought this movie was, I think I may have rated it my number one superhero movie of all time. Oh, it's not mine. And. When I went back and rewatched it, I was like, it's good, but I don't yeah. know if it's that good. See, and I felt like you might think that rewatching it, because I always thought it's really good, but I never thought it was as good as you always talked it up to be. So I'll tell you why I, I always loved it, and I do like it. So to me, you leave that movie with like something to think about. And there's a couple lines I love in that movie where... Uh, especially at the very beginning, because they're talking about this, you know, shield program to put these, you know, weapons in the sky that can kill people, kill anyone in the world at a moment's notice. And they talk about killing people before they even commit crimes. Well, that's and Hydra's obviously plan. Obviously, it's yeah. Hydra's plan. But um, even, you know, there's a big, long discussion between Steve Rogers and Nick Fury and Nick Fury's on board with this, like, look, we need this to protect ourselves. And well, when they're in the elevator, you mean? You know, if our intelligence says that this person's going to commit a crime before he does it, we got to take him out. And that is he, Nick Fury said that. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't remember that part. See, now I got to go back and look because, but- because there's. I wrote down a quote from Steve Rogers, and I'm almost positive this was him talking with Nick Fury, and it said, "He said, I thought the punishment came after the crime." Oh, yeah. And and Nick Fury says something like, like we can't afford to wait that long. Yeah, or, yeah like that. okay, you're right. Yes, I do. I do remember that. So that is... Because it was right after they're riding the elevator and he's talking about his, his granddaddy working the elevator and yeah. how he would walk the streets, got a little tougher, and then he'd show him in the bag Yeah, was a loaded gun and his tips or whatever. So that was... I think just that's a message that I loved because... It's, it's something that's really important to me, like personally and politically. And, you know, I'm not nearly as, as political of a person 
as I was, you know, a couple of years ago and current, you know, current events in politics are, I can't even pay attention because it's so tiresome, but just the fundamental principles of people have a right to a fair trial. They have a right. And you're to, innocent until you're, proven yeah, guilty. Those things are very near and dear to my heart as an American. And, you know, making that the forefront of this movie, that is, I can tell you 100% why I loved this movie so much and remembered it as maybe a more entertaining movie than it actually was. Because of because that Because of that message. And uh, it's not just, you know, pro-innocent until proven guilty. It's also a pro-privacy message. Right. Um, you know, no government should have the right to see everything what you do and what anyone's doing at any time and know everything about their history so much so that you feel like you have enough information to shoot them from a plane in the sky based on what they might do in the future so right um that all was really um important to me as the messages i took from the movie which are still there and are great um and it's an entertaining movie. And it, it is still a, a really good movie. I just don't know if it's the best superhero movie. I still would rank it in my top 10, but not like my number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. In order. Well, there are a couple moments that I did. I wrote down here that I really liked. I want to chat about those for a minute. Um, the moment when Steve gets in the shield and gets on the microphone and tells the whole building, hey, guess what? Hydra's infiltrated shield and you don't know who they look are. To your, basically look to your left, look to your right. That person might be a Hydra agent. You You'll have no never idea. Know. Um, that speech I thought was really cool. I, I liked the content of it. Like, you know how he was the, he was, he was very motivating and I yeah, just cause thought, he's basically saying you're probably going to get shot if you're not Hydra because Hydra knows who they are. Yep. And, I'm asking you to stand up to them. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. And I thought it, it just set the stage for really interesting scenes that followed. So I really liked that. Going through the rest of my list I have here. Putting the stupid USB in the um, vending machine. That was so dumb. I mean, I'm glad that Black Widow got it. Because if she didn't, like some random person probably would have. No, like, they wouldn't. A- Nobody buys the freaking bubble gum out of a vending machine. Some people do. Nobody does. I thought it was a great idea. Because nobody... No. When you go to a vending machine, you're not going because you want to snack on some gum. You're going because you're like, I'm hungry. Yeah, but... I want if you were, a salty snack or I want If some you candy. were at a vending machine and you're looking at everything and you see in the back, oh, what's that weird thing behind the gum? I might just buy all of it to be like... But you can't see it. It was way in the back. I think you could see it. You could not see it. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. A couple other things I have written here. Um, this happens in every superhero movie ever, but I guess... I don't remember it specifically, but I hate it when people are fighting, especially if a bad guy gets a hold of the person he's fighting and throws him across the room. It's so stu- like the per- especially the especially the bad guy because the bad guy typically is trying to kill this person and they'll get them and they're holding them and they could do whatever they want with them at this point like keep pummeling them or snap their neck or something like that 
Instead, they throw them across the room. But it does make sense in this movie because the Winter Soldier realized he knew him. Well. He didn't want to kill him because deep down he knew that was his BFF. Maybe deep down you're right. that. But I agree with you. And most times, yes, it doesn't make sense. But in this instance, it might. Maybe it did. You could be right here. But I and I don't even remember specifically the part anymore. But when that happens, it's bothersome to me. I can understand that. But again, in this movie, I feel like it's plausible because he kept saying that that guy knew me. I know him. And he's trying to figure it out, even though his brain is all hydra brainwashed. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the next one of the things that really bugged me. So at the very end, you've got the three um, the, the three airboats. I don't know what you want to call them. They're, they're floating plane things. Anyways. Helicarriers, I think is what they call them. Yeah. I, I mean, they're helicarriers when they're on the, you know, team shield. Like you, I don't know. Anyways, we'll call them helicarriers. I don't know. Okay. So they, their plan, they talk about their plan. They're like, you got to take control of all three. Even if you leave just one, that can still kill, you know, Thousands. Thousands or millions of people. But my question was, if you get control of two or even, you know, especially two, even just one, use that to shoot the other one down. Like when they had two, there's only one left. Just take those two and start shooting the third one. And then it's it's done. Like, that's it. So maybe the system doesn't override unless you have all three. Maybe, I don't know. They didn't explain it that. No, way, it's though. not. Well, but it, it's not like they're going to go into detail about it anyway yeah, because, because nobody's because as that's what they did. Once they got control of the third, they had all three of them shoot, shoot each, each other. other. That's what so, I'm saying. Like maybe they had to in order. It's possible. To it would override. it would explain it, but it wasn't explained in the movie. No, it wasn't. And honestly, unker, unker, unker. Um. So then there's. L- let me ask you this: What did you think about? The Winter Soldier saving Steve Rogers out of the water. What do you mean? What did I think about it? Like, did I like it? Yeah. Or did you Did you think that I think was, it was in his character? Yeah, I think it's certainly possible. Okay. You don't? No, I do. I'm oh. just asking for your opinion. Oh, okay. Getting all defensive on me. Well, no. Well, normally you're like, well, here's why you're wrong. But go ahead and admit I how dumb you are. I didn't even know. That you think that. I didn't know what your opinion was. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking my wife her opinion. Oh, okay. I thought you were like setting me up. No. I, I th- <laughs> you know, it, it shows that, that the real Bucky is still in there. So uh, that was good. The one thing that really from a uh, looking at these movies as a whole versus um, just individual movies at the end of this movie, Black Widow goes to Congress and basically tells them. Because um, she leaked everything on Yeah, the she internet. leaked everything. And then she goes like in front of Congress. Stuff. And they're like, what do you feel? What do you think about what you did? And she basically tells them, here's what I think. We'll, we're going to do whatever the heck we want whenever we want because you guys need us. Drop the mic. Boom. Walks out. And then leads into our next movie. She kind of flips. She completely flips. And and they do call it out. Like what I think it's Falcon. Yeah, says, he says. Weren't you the lady that just, you know, mouthed off the Congress? Dumped everything onto, yeah. 
Um, but it just seems that's a very big flip. But to her, I think for her, it's more of like she says, she says it's more important that we stay together than how we stay together. Yeah. So it's not like she truly agrees with it because she even asked, she goes, what if we come to a decision you guys don't like? And that general guy's like, uh, you retire. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's why I don't think that she was just, wants to, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And there's other things and we'll get to that. And then when we get to the next movie, which is pretty much right now. Yeah. But let's move on. first. Oh yeah. I gotta rate it. Oh, I'm not ready to rate this one. Okay. I'll go first. First one was easier. Like I said, I think this was a, a good movie. One of my favorite, um, superhero movies, not the best ever. Like I said, I really love the message that they send and, um, it really made me really enjoy Steve Rogers as a you know character in this MCU much more than I did before the movie. So I will probably give it, um, let's call it an eight. That's all I was going to say. I was going to say seven and a half or eight. Okay. Which one? I'll copy you. Okay. We'll be together. Eights all around. Um, it's really good. So it is good. I do not like, it. like I said, not the best ever. Like I kind of thought, but still a really good movie. And that brings us to Captain America: Civil War. Um, so <laughs> I like the thing you showed me on YouTube about this movie. The um, honest trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that, it's kind of funny. You should go. Yeah. So check I, it out. I actually like the honest trailers. Uh, Quite a bit. Um, what was the one you just played for me? Oh, the Willy Wonka one? Yeah. So <laughs> the other thing is, I don't know when this will go live or not, but um, I watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because... Um, You're going to co-host with probably one of our favorite uh, yeah. podcasts. <laughs> so I am, I'm going to try to co-host with the We Really Like Musicals podcast. I don't which, think I can do it with you because I'll be too starstruck. Yeah. Well, re- <laughs> be really nervous. They're, they have an amazing so podcast. They're so funny. Um, I, the only reason I say maybe I'll be co-hosting is because I'm, I'm going to tell them, look, if this is not, if I make it bad, <laughs> if I make it bad, if I'm not entertaining enough for you guys, then just pretend like this never happened and record it without me. Because um, they obviously so play funny. off each other so oh well. Oh my gosh, they're so funny. They've had other co-hosts on the show mm-hmm. that have done a great job. Um, oh, so now you like have to live yeah, up so to it. Yeah, so there's so much pressure there. Uh-oh. And yeah, like you're, said, I'm not doing it with you then. <laughs> they they <laughs> are... I'm just scared. It's... it's, a, it's I, I will listen to their podcast even if I have never even heard of the musical they're talking about because they're so funny. Yeah. Um, it's a great podcast. If you haven't heard it, I highly recommend you go listen to it. I do too. I really like it. Um, so anyways, Captain America Civil. Oh, so Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is the, um, honest trailer I watched recently because that's the movie that I will do with, um, co-host with them. Yeah. So anyway, now that we've totally ventured off topic. Yes. Let's, let's bring it back. I mean, the, the thing, of course, that I know you really want to talk about, we might as well delve into this part right away, is how the entire movie with the bad guy or quote unquote bad guy is a complete plot hole. Oh, my gosh. It is. His, it that's makes, what I liked about the Honest trailer. It makes no sense. So many things have to go his way the for it to work. Zemo's plan 
is so nonsensical. <laughs> the the movie the whole the entire movie rests on just everything going exactly so perfect. many coincidences that that is it's just outrageous. Like um what I've you try to like map out what is Zemo's actual plan. <laughs> And, and his goal, you know his goal. His goal is to get the Avengers to crumble from the inside. That's what he wants. But the way he goes about it, just his plan, it only works because it's a movie that is made for his plan to work. Yeah. Um, let me give a couple and of examples. And for those that might be thinking, no, no, it does work. Go back and rewatch it. Because the first time I watched it, I'm like... Oh, because, you know, the first time you watch something, you're not really paying attention to the detail. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, he totally, you know, had this all figured out. That's pretty impressive. And then this, then when we watched it this time, I was like, yeah, actually, this really doesn't make sense. Because so- how would he know that they wouldn't kill the Winter Soldier instead of capture him? Yeah. Number one, because they had shoot to kill orders, right? I think they did. Absolutely. So there's number one or, or just an example of something. Cause I'm sure we can't think of all of them. Mm-hmm. But so, so let me give you the biggest plot hole in okay. my mind. Okay. It's they've captured the winter soldier and they're in, you know, who knows what city, you know, they, they were in Vienna and then yeah. he was in. Budapest? So, so first of all, there, there is no reason why Zemo would have any idea what city they're going to end up in when they get apprehended. Um, yeah. Well, but they could have transported him to that facility. Maybe he'd know that, but so, uh, continue. So anyways, you've got Zemo and his plan is I need to, and, and there's plot holes leading up to this part of the plan, but this is the most egregious. So here's his plan. I need to, Get in to see the Winter Soldier and be all by myself with him. And at the very moment that they give me unrestricted, all by myself access to the Winter Soldier, I also need the my package to be delivered and um, have it go off at the exact moment that I need it to. And so, so to get into the room with the Winter Soldier. He is the like psychiatric doc. He's pretending to be the psychiatric doctor or whatever. Right. How would and, he know, number one, that they were even going to? Yeah. How would they know that they would want him to get a psyche valve? And how, how convenient is it that literally no one in this entire organization knows what the doctor is supposed to look like? Like we've got doctor so and so on call for psyche valves. Um, it's the first time they've used him. I guess apparently. we, yeah, we've never used this guy before, so we don't really know what he looks like. And we're going to let him be in a room all alone, you know, a, a lockdown room with this right. no criminal. Guards, no no guards, no guards. Like, there's, there's absolutely no way that, that you could think up this plan and, and expect for it to work. Like, that was so completely absurd. Uh, and, and I recommend anyone, if, if you enjoy this movie, go back and watch it again and l- just pay close attention to Zemo's plan and be like, how? I still enjoy this movie, even though it is absurd. Yeah. But how, how could this plan possibly work in real life? And there is absolutely no answer to it. 
You want to know, like, the best part about this movie? Tell me. And, I mean, this is pretty hot sports opinion right here, but Ant-Man, to me, stole oh, yeah. the show. Ant-Man is Every line definitely he had, one of the I best laughed parts. Out oh, loud. Yeah. He's am- he's he's amazing. That his <laughs> his movie Ant-Man, you know. Yeah, we thought that was going to be terrible. Oh, that was and we it loved was it. so good. Um and there are some that one you know, too. there's always problems with any movie, but um Ant-Man's movie was so good. Ant-Man in this movie so good. Like Oh my gosh, I, I laughed every time his mouth opened. Yeah, he, he Every time. He could possibly be the best i'm shaking your hand too long i know you you're great too yeah (laughs) like paul rudd just uh he he nails it he nails it so uh definitely a highlight iron man suit too and he's like who's speaking it's your conscience yeah (laughs) we haven't talked in a while (laughs) he's he's just he's hilarious does anybody have any orange slices (laughs) 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 after he becomes a giant man that's my favorite scene, obviously, of the whole movie, which I think most people. Oh would agree yeah, the, with. the airport scene. Because you want to see all the superheroes. Yeah. You're introduced. They're to all Spider-Man there. They're fighting. And- yeah. So Spider Man comes in, which that we've talked about this. Our Spider Man yes. Homecoming podcast is live. You can go listen to that one. But and we mention this. We do. It is absurd that he can. Um, he fights Captain America, Falcon. Yeah. yeah. And the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier at the same time. Right. And beats the two of them. And then Falcon like sends his Red Wing thing to To, get rid of it. But so, so he beats the Winter Soldier and Falcon at the same time. Then he goes and fights Captain America essentially to a draw for a while until Captain America finally finally, beats him. Yeah. He bests him, which is. But she fights him to be. a draw for quite a while. It's not and that long. And then he's so inept in Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, and that's supposed to be, what, six months after? Yeah, it's fine if you're inept in Spider-Man Homecoming, but you can't be inept after you've just beat up superheroes. It, what a great word. <laughs> inept? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm such a linguist. You are. Um, you know, my first thought is, I'm going to use that in Bananagrams next time we play. Inept? Yeah. Uh, I, I like to I'm think of use, good words I'm that I can zoo. use in Bananagrams. No, you are not. I'm going to use zoo. You use zoo every time. It I makes do. me so angry. It's like I legitimately way. just went to anger right now. <laughs> it's a great way to get rid of your Z. Hey, there are so many other words you can use with the letter Z. Okay, and if I get an M, then I'll turn it into Zoom. Oh, my. I one time I did zoot z o o t. It breaks up marriages. It does. <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. For those that don't know, bananagrams very... is like Scrabble, but you build your own board, and it's a speed game versus it's actually finding. really fun. Yeah, it's you're not trying to build complicated like words with with the point hard is to letters. Be fast. The points to be fast, which is why I use zoo all the time. But one time I used zoot, and Ruth was like, "Zoot? That's not a word." And it's a word. It is? I'm like questioning it again. I don't remember that. So a zoot. What is zoot? <laughs> zoot is part of a zoot suit, which is. What? A zoot suit is a, it's a thing that guys wore, I think in the thirties. A zoot suit? Yeah, a zoot suit. Have you ever what heard the song Zoot Suit Riot? No. Yes, you have. Well, how does it go? Sing it. Well, it's a zoot suit riot. Ryan, throw back a bottle of beer. 
I have no idea what you you're talking do. about. All right. I really do. I will play the song for you when you when we're done with this podcast. You've heard okay. Zoot Suit Riot. Well, maybe I just don't recognize it with you singing it, I guess. Yeah, it's probably because the singing was awful. But when I play <laughs> it, like the real thing, you're, you'll know it. Okay, well. So. Anyway, the point is Bananagrams is great. And Bananagrams is cheat. great. Um, so let's talk a little bit more. One of the things that was really, really bugged me is when Zemo finds the Hydra guy and he's trying to get information on the December 16th, 1991. Yeah. And he's got the guy upside down with his oh, head in I a remember. sink. You were, oh, you kept rewinding this. This was really irritating. So <laughs> he's like drown, quote unquote, drowning this guy, except the water's already spilling. The water out. is spilling over the top and it's not covering even his nose, much less his mouth. And all of a sudden the guy starts shaking like he's drowning. It, it go, it, like I said, go back and rewatch that. It is so dumb. Well, they're not going to actually drown the actor, Kevin. <laughs> I know they're not going to actually drown him, but let the water cover his mouth and then yell cut and let him get out of the water. Yeah, but maybe there's all kinds of liability if they do that. Just, just seriously, watch that moment. It's so, so dumb. Um, one thing I really liked was, I don't even know her name, but, but Captain America's, you know, pseudo girlfriend. Sharon. How do Sharon. you not remember? Oh. That's my sister's name. Okay. Sorry, Sharon. Um, Sharon's That's speech how I remember at, it. at Peggy's funeral was, I thought that was a, a really good speech. Well, she's, I mean, the whole point is that it's speaking to Steve. Yeah, it's obviously you know, because they're compromise where you can, but where you can't don't, you know, plant yourself firm like a tree and don't move. And that was even um, if everyone around you is telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And that again, as far as themes of this movie, I, I do like the theme of this movie that I do, um, too. you know, because it's all about the accords. Yeah. Uh, they call it the the uh, Sokovia Accords. Yeah. So let let me ask you, Ruth, are you on Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Well, we've talked about this before. We're both on Team Cap. Yes. Captain America. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people may not agree, but that's my personal opinion. So, you know, obviously it's it's a hard discussion, right? Like Yeah, it I, is. It's not an easy To me, it would be great if someone could keep super powered individuals in check. But the problem is I don't trust anyone to do it because like they say, everyone has their own agenda. No, there is no like benevolent, perfect, per, you know, being or entity that knows the right thing at all times and would never use these superpowered people for their own personal gain. Right. So and not to say that these superpowered people couldn't do it themselves either, but plus. If you are superpowered, like say someone tomorrow ends up acquiring superpowers, that person's still an individual. They still have rights. Now, do they have the right to kill someone? No. Maybe not. And, and so that's where it gets kind of fuzzy. But, um, I just, you know, I'm team captain America as far as, you know, I I don't trust any entity in our world and I don't trust any entity in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that could actually know what the right or wrong thing to do is. And the thing that really frustrates me about it is Iron Man is leading the way of we have to be told what to do. 
And, and he hates being told what to well, do. And the first moment when he thinks the people that, you know, are, that are in charge yeah. wouldn't he, agree with him. He goes around he goes, anyway. He goes rogue. And, and, you know, when he goes to find Captain America by himself and, and does it against, you know, without telling the UN, it, he spends the whole movie being the proponent of we've got to be put in check. And, and like I said, the first opportunity he has to disagree with the UN, he says, Oh, well, if you don't, if you right. don't want to do what I want to do, I'm going to do it anyways. That means you're on team cap. Right. And the fact that he's like, well, I didn't have time. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. It, it's, it's absurd that he goes against the whole thing he was he's fighting for for the whole movie so and speaking of that ending part that was the thing that really i i ask this every time and it really bugs me but the very first time we saw this movie i remember we walked out of the theater and i said kevin how when did captain america find out that the winter soldier killed iron man's parents I don't remember ever learning about that. So that is... And it really made me mad. <laughs> so the problem with that is I I looked it up and I'm told, I read that it's supposed to be when... Uh, Winter Soldier, when, right? In the Winter Soldier when Cap and the... Black Widow. And Black Widow are in that like bunker yeah, with, with the old the computer with the German scientist consciousness in he there. He was... Uh, Red Skull's right-hand guy or whatever. Yeah, so there is a moment in that scene where there's a brief flash of um, that references screen. that date mm-hmm. or like Tony Stark's dad dying, mm-hmm. but nothing about that the Winter Soldier did it or that the Winter, you know, that and Bucky Barnes did it. I didn't even catch whatever the flash was then, but yeah. that's apparently where he learned this. Yeah, that's that's what the story is. Because I'm like, how did he know? Yeah. So really I, bothered me. And it still bothers me every time we watch it. I'm like, and I've already gone back and watched The Winter Soldier many times mm-hmm. trying to find that. And it's I've there never, if you look hard enough. But Well, apparently I'm going to have to take an afternoon and watch that scene over and over and over because yeah. I don't know why. It really bugs me. The thing that bugs me is at the end of the fight scene at the end of this movie, Cap destroys iron man's power cell in his chest um and you're like how doesn't he die that means he dies i don't think it was all the way destroyed though right i think it had because i said something when we were talking about that what did i say no you can see it's still i think lit up a little bit but how does cap know well I'm, i'm gonna bust my shield into this just the right depth so that it doesn't power his suit to fight me anymore, but, but it's still die. powered enough to keep him alive. Yeah. What? That I doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I'll so, agree with you there. Basically, you're looking at, if this isn't a movie, Captain America murders Iron Man. <laughs> he would never. Yeah, he would never. And that's that's why that is... Um, oh, no. So it's asleep. Oh no! Good. That means <laughs> no. All right, wrap up the podcast. Yeah, Let's we get the ratings and go to bed. I know. Well, no, he's not down. He's gonna want to eat again. Okay. So, well, we are about wrapped up. So, I the airport scene in this movie is the obviously part. the best part. It's great. You could rewatch that over and over and over again. 
I honestly feel like I have gone back to watch it just for that part. Yeah, because it's amazing. But the story is nonsense. Um, there's so many things in this in this movie from a plot hole perspective that really don't add up. And then I will also say we bought this. This is one of the movies that we bought, and then we had family over that hadn't seen it, and we rewatched it. And I will say. After you rewatch this two or three times, the rewatchability is is really quite low outside of the airport scene. Um, yeah, I think typically I kind of tune it out or go do something else until it gets yeah. to that scene. So, I mean, I'll I'll still well, I'm a lot more patient than you. I I would sit down and watch it, but all right. So I think, like I said, I like that. Ooh, I am excited about the Black Panther movie that's coming out, though. Yeah, Black Panther. Because he's introduced be in this great. movie. Yes. He's- and he, at the end, for those of you that don't remember, is he has the Winter Soldier now. Because he's on, basically on ice again. Yep. Because they want to try to figure out how to get him uh, unbrainwashed. I don't know yep. how to say that. Unbrainwashed. Yep. <laughs> so... Um, anyways, and so I wonder if that's going to be in the Black Panther movie. It may, but so the next movie after the Black Panther movie, so you have Thor Ragnarok, which comes next. <gasps> it's coming out in November. Yeah. And My then, birthday. and then the Black Panther movie. And then the next one, I believe, is Avengers Infinity War. I'm really excited about that. So if you guys don't want to, you know, some people don't like this is not a spoiler because I don't know, but this is my guess. So if you don't even want to hear my guess. Um, fast forward for like 20 or 30 seconds, but I think Steve Rogers is going to die in this movie. No. And moving forward, probably Bucky Barnes, maybe, um, Falcon is going to become Captain America because that has happened in the comic books. Both Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson have been Captain America in the comics and, it just seems like Chris Evans his shield. Yeah, it seems like Chris Evans is just ready to be done anyways. Um I Well, think I don't think this, if the actor is. No, I, I, he's had interviews where he's said like Really? He he wants to get more into directing. He's not real big oh. into acting anymore. I Interesting. I think totally he's done. So I think that's going to play out with um But I like him. with Steve Rogers dying in Infinity War. That's my guess. I I have no inside information. Um, surprisingly, nobody tells we talk about movies. Um, you know, yeah, that's super surprising. Advanced info. Um, so, anyways, yeah, there's some really big, great movies that are coming. The next three: Thor, Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, all look awesome. So, can't wait for those. Anyways, back to Civil War. Let's do our ratings, Ruth. You know, now that we're to the rating, I'm thinking how I'd rate it against Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I liked it better than Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. So what did I say? Six and a half for that one? Let me flip my paper back. I think I did. You said six and a half. Yeah. So I'd say seven. All right. For Civil War, mainly because of the airport scene but yeah and and honestly i think overall just comparing the two movies i'd rather rewatch probably civil war than i would yeah the first avenger so yeah it's really hard for me because i think from a just pure entertainment perspective it's probably better than the first avenger but from a the whole 
freaking movie makes no sense. Yeah, for you, I get why you won't. It's so it. hard. So I see. I do it more for entertainment value. So for so. me, uh, it just it makes so little sense. I can't. I have to give it uh, below a five. So I'm gonna have to what go four and a half on this one. You're joking. I'm not. Kevin, you can't. Honestly, like I, I'm telling you, you can't write it. Honestly, that I would not watch this movie again. Like I'm not going to seek out watching this movie again. I'm sure I will because we wa- rewatch superhero movies a lot, and and it, you know, that's what happens when you get into this universe type thing where, oh, I need to rewatch that movie to prepare myself to watch a movie that's coming next. Yeah, it's true. Um, but but that would be the only reason. Why, like, I will not seek out watching this movie because I just want to watch it. It would be either because my my wife wants to watch it and I will do whatever I can to make her happy, <laughs> or because I feel like I need to fill in a storyline for a future movie. So, um, four and a half for me, Captain America wow. Civil War. I think that's pretty unfair. Hey, we don't have to agree. I know we don't have to agree, but I think you're going to look back and be like, I was harsh. I may. Another thing we've talked about is we're going to get to, I think after we get to 20 episodes, we're going to look back at all the ratings we did and and recalibrate everything because there's already some movies I know I rated too low and maybe yeah like moana we both did yeah because i actually really love that movie not to spoil that episode by the time it comes but i will definitely be adjusting my rating for moana up when we do that yeah well it's already posted that's what no what i'm saying is we're gonna after we get through 20 20 episodes we're gonna do you mean like spoiling it that you're gonna rate it higher yeah so we're gonna I do mean, a bonus. People are pretty upset that you spoiled that. <laughs> we're gonna do a bonus episode that goes back and and says, you know, gives a, a bit of a summary. And I think it'll be good for uh, relatively new listeners that don't want to go back and listen to the first twenty episodes. Um, we'll we'll summarize the first twenty there. Anyways, I am Moana. What? Oh, I'm just I am Moana. Moana. I do love that. We've are, we you know we sing your welcome all the time when Aaliyah's on our podcast. Oh my gosh, yeah, and at home just because. Yes. Um. All right, that's gonna do it for Captain America trilogy. Um. If you guys disagree, you'll I'm sure people disagree with me just like my wife does. Um. Find us on Twitter at we talk about movi. That's pretty much always me. Um. If you want to find us on I don't Facebook, I ain't got time for that. Facebook.com slash we talk about movies. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you think. And um, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> Acting like you're all cool. Oh, yeah. I'm fresh with the words. Don't. No, it's not. The, sh- the cool kids. Yo. Stop. Yeah. For real. Stop. Yeah. Yes. You're kind of embarrassing me. My kids are going to, they have the cool dad for sure. Oh. Yeah. You mean the. D- dad that tells all the bad dad jokes yeah good dad. they do have that i i accidentally made a great dad joke last week (gasps) you're not supposed to say it was an accident i know but i now everyone's gonna know so okay not accidentally i subconsciously made a great dad joke so i was with a couple people from work and we were driving and we saw this really weird like interesting looking building on the side of the road 
And as we're pulling off the highway, we get closer and it looks like a castle. And the, we look at the sign and it's the dentist's office. So the girl in the seat next to me says, wow, that's a cool dentist. I should go there to get my dental work done. And I said, yeah, you could go get a crown. And I was Hardy, just, hard, hard. I was just trying to think of any dental procedure <laughs> just to chime in. But of course that's. And then when the, the guy in the front seat turned back to me and he was like, dude, that's the best thing I've heard all day. High five. So I had to, I was like, why is that great? Oh yeah. Actually, that's pretty funny. Go so, me. Yeah. I did it. Um, Only and, and then I got really. home. And I told my wife, I was like, Oh, I'm so, I made yeah, a great you were joke, angry. but I didn't do it on purpose. But it was on per- It was subconscious. I've got you know. I, I've yeah, been but a- I would have just faked it. Like, oh yeah, I totally. I did came fake up with it. That. So I don't know, Mike. If you're listening, you probably could tell that I didn't really realize why you were high fiving me. It's because yeah, I didn't. He knows it was the truth. It was subconscious. Um, dad joking. Anyway, it's like your deepest darkest secret. I know. I you know. just revealed it. I'm a pretty open and honest guy, so it's okay. All right. Um. Next week, we are going to be, I'm publishing, we have a review on Why Him. And Why Him is a rated R movie. It came out a long time ago. came out a long time ago. We, and we we're just now getting box. And actually, around it's editing. the most expensive red box we've ever rented. We forgot <laughs> we about forgot it. we forgot to return it. We forgot about it. I, I literally paid, I think, $24. I think I had Late this movie days. for 12 days. Um. So very disappointing, but that's the um, first time we've ever forgotten like the first to late fee it. we've ever had ever. for Redbox, and it was twelve days overdue. So disappointing. Anyways, um, I've been editing that one already. You're going to hear it next. Um, we don't actually spend a whole lot of time talking about the movie. Uh, it's a f- it's a you learn a lot about movie, us. I don't but, even remember it. <laughs> um, it's a lot more just. You know, Ruth and I talking about us and, and some, some funny stories and things like that. I actually think it's a really good episode. So, um, go watch that movie or honestly don't. Um, there's parts of it that were funny. Yeah. It's a funny movie. I, I do I mean, recommend watching James it Franco if you're, movie. if you're willing to watch a raunchy comedy. Um, but probably more than any other episode we've done before. Um, if you don't watch the movie, it's pretty much okay with this one. So, um, next week why him and um that's gonna do it for this week for we talk about movies i'm kevin and this is oh sorry i was looking at grant i'm ruth and this is ruth all right bye guys